Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Everett Silvertips for Jackson Berzowski. Jackson, how are you today? I'm not too bad. Thanks for asking. How are you? Oh, well, I'm trying to do as best as I can be during these, you know, crappy times. Uh, lots of people have turned towards Netflix during these times. What have you been doing during quarantine? Yeah, I could definitely say I'm one of those guys too. Netflix, but you can only watch too much. And then uh, definitely golf course. Golf courses I've been hitting up a lot. Just hanging with some friends, catching up. Don't get to see them throughout the uh, hockey season. So, And I still had school to finish off, so I did that. It's been pretty good. What course are you taking for school? Uh, I just had a couple of easy ones. I had my English, stuff like that, a couple of sciences. Not too bad. How busy would you say are the tea times around your area? Uh, not too bad at the start. Uh, it was kind of busy because they were only allowed a certain amount of uh, golf course or golf players on the course at a time. So, But now everything's opened up and it's free range. And have you been watching any sports that have returned? Uh, a couple. I watched golf a little bit there, that uh, one tour, and then just kind of relapses of hockey, trying anything I can to stay alive. Yeah, the NHL and Sportsnet were broadcasting old games. Did you? So you would have tuned in for that as well? Yeah, I watched quite a bit of that. And then there was a couple of Stanley Cup episodes that those were kind of cool. Kind of took a deep dive into what it was like for those players, and it was cool to watch. Getting into your story a bit here, who influenced you to start hockey? Uh, that one, i got to say my father. He kind of led the way for me, got me started in it, and he kind of took it from there. Was there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? Uh, I was a big Oilers fan, so I kind of I liked watching uh, – ta- whatever, Taylor Hall and uh, Eberle there when they were on the Oilers together. So those are kind of my two guys that I kind of stuck with. Well, that was uh, quite shortly lived because both of those guys are now playing for separate teams, unfortunately. Yeah, no doubt. Now they're both gone. Still like to watch them, but yeah, they were good. It doesn't bring the same same energy when they aren't playing together, you know? They were both a one-two duo. Mm-hmm, that's for sure, yeah. Would you be able to speak upon your road to where you are today, like some of the challenges you faced, uh, successes you've had? Uh, actually, I've been pretty fortunate. We had a we had a good uh, team here in Yorkton that I played on, where I'm from, and we kind of had the same group of guys that played every year. So we kind of developed that chemistry, and we, we won a lot of provincial titles. Uh, Yorkton was kind of the hot spot in our province, so it was nice to be a part of all those championship teams. What are some f- of your fondest memories as a hockey player growing up? Uh... Honestly, it's a lot of the bus trips. You can't beat bus trips like uh, those with the guys, especially this year. Some of our bus trips are could be over 10 hours long. So when you're on those, yeah, you get, get playing cards in the back and stuff like that. It's fun. You get closer so, as a team. So you said that the bus hours are 10 hours long. Like, where's the furthest you travel to? Uh, the fir- since we're in the – I'm in the U.S. part of the uh, Western League. So then we travel to all the way to Manitoba, which could be uh, upwards of 20 hours. That's brutal. Yeah, they're def- we'll cut them in half usually. We'll stop at a hotel for the night and then practice in the morning and take off. But, yeah, nothing beats those long bus trips. And you had to deal with school on top of that, right? Yeah, usually it's, uh, so you bring a computer, hook up to the Wi-Fi, and then do as best you can. But being honest, half the guys don't do it. So they will just wait to the hotel anyways because we're too antsy to do school on a bus. Yeah, I don't blame them. Like, because on a bus trip for 20 hours, you kind of just want to relax, you know? Mm-hmm, for sure. And growing up in Saskatchewan, you said that you are an Edmonton fan. How excited are you for August 1st when Edmonton does play against Chicago? That's not bad, yeah. 
kind of kind of happy for them. They get their own city and stuff like that as they're one of the hub cities, so that's kind of cool. But I'm just excited to start watching hockey again and then get antsy for when our season starts. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. August is full of great sports happening. The MOB season among with the NBA and now the NHL. August is the month for sports. Exactly, yeah. You did get drafted in the second round of the WHL draft. What did that mean for you? Oh, it was pretty special for me, family, and friends. I was in school when it happened, so everyone kind of whatever knew, knew the day that it was coming, and then they all kind of mobbed me when it happened. Everyone's watching their phones. So it was kind of cool to get all the support from the, uh, my family, friends, and even the community. It's kind of cool to see who all paid attention and who all follows you, so it's cool like that. And I just want to rewind a bit here. Have you been to the uh, Oilers Arena? Uh, yeah. Well, I played there I when I played the Oil Kings this year, so I played there once. And that was actually my first time this year because when I played Edmonton. And, it's, yeah, nothing beats an arena like that. It's definitely something special. It's a new arena as well. It's so nice. Like, the outside and then when you get inside, it's just a great arena to play. It's beautiful, yeah. Everett has groomed many NHL players, names like Carter Hart, Radko Gudis, and Mirko Mueller. All, the, all those names have made it to the NHL level. Uh, how do you make sure your development gets to that level? Yeah, obviously, I'm fortunate enough to be in a good organization like Everett. we got a great coaching staff for all the way up to our trainers and our front office. Everything there is just high class, and it, it honestly it develops you more than any other thing. So I think just this coaching staff pushing us, great team we got there too. Everyone has their own path, and I'm pretty sure that anyone can get it on in an organization like Everett. You've played two seasons to this point. Uh, if you were to go back in time to your rookie season, what would you tell rookie Jackson about the WHL? Uh, pardon, you cut out there a little bit. Uh, sorry, uh, I just said that you played two rookie. You played two seasons to this point. Uh, if you're to, if you're able to go back in time to your rookie year. What would you tell uh, Jackson uh, Berzowski about the WHL? Oh, yeah, just consistency. I think that's probably the biggest thing for us. Just bringing that same consistent effort day in and day out, whether it's on ice or off ice. A lot of the guys don't take the gym seriously or stuff like that or your off-season training. Just make sure you stick with it. And everyone's working at the same level, so you got to make sure you're doing something better than the next guy. In your rookie season, you did make the WHL playoffs. What was that experience like? Oh, it's, it's remarkable. It's a whole other season, especially in the Western Hockey League. Yeah, that's crazy. Fans get amped up. We get amped up. Everything gets that much tightened, and it's, it's so fun to be a part of. How were you able to adjust uh, your game to the expected level of the playoffs? Yeah, for sure. You kind of got to channel the nerves a little bit. Everyone has those nerves kind of running through your body when the pressure is that much more. So, yeah, just make sure you're channeling those nerves, and then you're there for a reason, so make sure you do it. You guys went up against Tri-City Americans in the first round. Did you study a lot of film before the series? Oh, for sure, yeah. Every day we're looking at film, whether it's face-offs, certain plays they run, defense, offensive zone. There was yeah, so much more than just the on-ice play that we looked into, and film was a big one of that. In Game 5, the deciding game, you guys did blow them out 9-1 to win the series. How did you make sure to keep your emotions in check? Because you knew that Tri-City was probably going to get you know physical and start shit. Yeah, kind of just have to keep our composure. Like you said, yeah, channel your emotions. You kind of know even a score can say one thing, but there's still a game to play. So you got to close them out and make sure you wait till that final buzzer. 
in round two, you guys went up against the Spokane Chiefs. Spokane Chiefs. Uh, you guys went down 3-0 pretty quickly. How did you make sure to avoid the sweep? Yeah, we kind of just stayed our game. Obviously, we, uh, things weren't going our way, but we couldn't get frustrated. We had to make sure that we had that belief throughout our team, and we did for a second, but we just couldn't get the job done. And how were you able to take the lessons learned from round one and round two to add to your game to where it is today? Yeah, for sure. I think that's kind of the turning point. Obviously, this season I had a much better season than last year. You get put in more roles, things like that. And I think it's because of playoffs. I had a big playoffs last year, so it's good to get that trust with the coaches. You won Rookie of the Year in twenty in your rookie year, obviously. How honorable is that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's definitely a cool accomplishment to get with yeah, like an organization like Everett. But coaches had trust in me, and I just had to, yeah, like I said, play consistent, and I did. This past season, you had 36 points in 61 games. What growth have you seen in your game since your rookie season? Uh, a lot, actually. I think uh, just confidence-wise. First year, you're kind of shaky going into the uh, – as a 16-year-old in that league. But it kind of – once you get that confidence, it opens up new doors. Would you be able to take me through a typical game day for you? Uh, for sure, yeah. We So first, we go eat some breakfast at our house. Me and I have a buddy from uh, Europe that I room with. Michael Gute, and then me and him wake up, we have our breakfast, we head to the rink, do a stretch, a rollout, and then we'll hop on the ice for a morning skate. Usually we'll watch some film at the rink for a bit, then we kind of get, get to our house back, and we have our own time. We usually eat around one-ish, and I'll take a nap, and then a shower, and head my head on the way to the rink, and see what we can do there. How busy would you say you are during the season? Uh, a lot. This year was different, because I still obviously had to add school this year. It was my grade 12 year. But then, uh, yeah, so I had to juggle school, everything. It's different being away from your family, too. So you got to get in FaceTime calls, stuff like that. Make sure everything's going like that. And how do you keep busy during a normal off-season? Uh, anything, anything to do, especially this season's a little weird. But, yeah, I like to golf. Usually golf with my buddies or stuff like that. And we'll go hang out, grab some lunch, anything. So it's nice. What has been the toughest challenge for you this season? Uh, probably, yeah, just leaving, leaving on a note like that. Nobody wants to do that. And we had a great team, great squad this year. So it sucked not having that closure. And how did you find out that the season was going to get canceled due to the coronavirus? Uh, it was actually, ours was kind of weird. We, we had our morning skate and we were taken off to Tri-City. We had a game that, uh, that night, we, it was a Thursday, I think it was. And then all of a sudden we got, kind of got sniffs from our buddies around the league. We were all texting us. Once we got off the ice, we found out we have to go home. And then we came back, didn't end up going on the bus trip. And then that's when everything just started shutting down. Hypothetically speaking, uh, you guys would have faced Kelowna in the playoffs. How disappointing is it knowing that you won't get to play them? Yeah, it's pretty frustrating. Obviously, Kelowna's a good team and they're great on paper too. We had, a, we had some good games with them this year. But yeah, just, just not getting that closure of what ifs or what could have happened this year in the playoffs. That's just, it kind of sucks and it's hard to comprehend. It's such a terrible way to end a season, man. It, it's, it sucks. No doubt, yeah. Because it's, it's – it, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, everyone's in the same boat, so mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Yeah. It's something that's out of your control, you know? Exactly, yeah. Nothing you can do. Yeah. And would you say, like, what successes or uh, difficulties did you have against Kelowna this year? Uh, we, I think for the most part we had their number. Uh, every time we played them, they, they had a few key guys out of the lineup, but you can't really take that into play because obviously it had a 
they have some big factors like that. I think they were missing Nolan Foot, like he's a key guy, so he was missing a couple games, and then a couple of their D-men were out too. But yeah, we every time we played them, we seemed to have their number most of the time, so it was good. You're eligible for the 2020, 2021 NHL entry draft. How cool would it be for you to be ranked on the NHL Central Scouting list? Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I think they got they got my birthday wrong, so I, I was supposed to be eligible this year too. So it's kind of weird how that was. My birthday is February 12th, but they put the numbers backwards and had me as December 2nd. So half the sites have December, half the sites have February, which is kind of weird. Oh, but, that is a weird story. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, I don't know, kind of sucks for that, but they, they still find a way to contact you. So I still have talked to a couple teams, but next year, this year, the year after, if it happens, I'm happy anywhere. So. Four of, your, four of your teammates have been drafted. Dustin Wolf, Johnny Fairbrother, Wyatt Wiley, and Cole Fonstad. Do you take tips from their game or from them in order to be drafted? For sure, yeah. You, you kind of see what they do around the rink, stuff like that. We had guys like our Riley Sutter or Connor Dewar who were playing in the HL uh, this past season. And you kind of take them as role models and take aspects of their game, whether it's on or off the ice, and try and put them into your own. Was there a team in specific that was really hard to play against this year? Uh, not not too hard to play against. Uh, Seattle, those games are always fun because they're that's our kind of our rival. So we'll have some we'll have some big physical games against them, but and they're always the games you want to get up for because they're fun to play in. So would you say that you always circle your calendar for when you play Seattle? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's probably the most exciting ones, and we usually have a specialty night. So we'll have our Pink the Rink or Teddy Bear Toss Nights against those guys, so they're always fun. What are some qualities of your game that you like, and how do you keep those qualities consistent? Uh, I'd, I'd say, and I'm pretty sure all my coaches would say, too, that just the hard work and uh, forward I'm in. They like to put me in any situation they can, which is nice for me, too. It builds that confidence, but just hard work and anywhere, anywhere on the ice. I like to, whether it's blocking shots in my own end or trying to get a net front goal in the other, I think I can do most of it then just kind of improve them all. What are some qualities of your game that you could change and how do you go about improving on those qualities? Uh, just skating. I think especially with uh, the league getting faster and everyone else getting faster, I, I just got to keep up and get stay that one step ahead of everybody else. So just make sure my stride's always good and perfected as much as I can. What would you say is your go-to shootout move? Ooh, that's hard. Uh, probably... Not bad. I like five holes usually. I'll come in kind of like a Patrick Kane. Not too bad, though. Kind of come in fast, slow down a little bit, opens up more options, throws the goalie off a little bit, too. Who is your roommate on roadies this year? Uh, I had a couple. First, I had uh, Conrad Mitchell, but then he got traded. Then that's that's when I went to Dawson Butt, who was he's on. He's a good fighter on our team. Great guy. It was fun to be around with him. And was Dustin usually in the sin bin because of the fights? Oh, yeah, he's been in there a couple times, yeah. And how did you find out that your teammate was getting traded? Uh, uh, kind of, it was just a weird, weird day. It was uh, right before the trade deadline. And then, yeah, he kind of, he got dished. And then it was a sad day. He was, he was a good guy. So it was hard to see him go. Did you room with him the majority of the season then? Uh, yeah, most of it. The first probably four months. So, yeah, we got to know each other pretty good. Will you cherish hockey that much more knowing that this guy, you know, this coronavirus canceled it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can't take it for granted. That's for sure. 
would you be able to tell me about your uh, story of the teddy bear toss game? Oh, yeah, those are pretty fun. So uh, around Christmas time every year, we host a teddy bear toss game and then all the teddy bears get donated to whether it's the children's hospital or something like that. All towards a good cause. And then this hypes up, the city's hyped up for it. The arena's always yeah, full, packed to the brim. And then us players, we're all, we all want to be that one guy that scores that goal. So we all have a friendly competition in the room. Everyone brings their A game to try and get it. So, Have you been on the ice for whether it is the goal for or goal against? Uh, no, so far I haven't been. I was close a lot both this year and last year, but couldn't get it. I do have a stack of hockey cards next to me. How cool would it be for you to get your own hockey card? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Our team sells hockey cards of us, so it's cool to have them on there. And I know family members and friends here, when I bring them home, they're always happy to see it. So kind of cool having that. Last question on the podcast here for you. Uh, do you have any advice for aspiring hockey players that may look up to you one day? Uh, yeah, just always keep working hard. You never know who's watching and everyone's got eyes and ears. So they're always watching and listening to what you got to say and put in the effort and any dream is possible. I'd like to thank Everett Silvertips for Jackson Berezowski for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you again, Jackson. Yeah, you bet. Thank you.